Welcome to Otaku American. Hey guys, we're here um, recording on Christmas Eve of all days, huh? Yeah. Christmas Eve. It's weird. Uh, like in my in our family, we we celebrate Christmas, of course. Uh, you know that kind of thing. It's not really of course, but we do celebrate Christmas. We do our gift giving earlier than most families, I guess. You know, there's a lot earlier. Edward's Christmas, as I like to say, um, <laughs> where where you give a gift, you buy gifts for your family and friends and stuff. And, Here, this um, is your Christmas gift, but it's June. Yeah, exactly. That's happened before in this family. <laughs> so, you know, by the time Christmas rolls around, you forgot exactly what it was that you might have gotten for Christmas. Like, wait, did I get something for... Oh, I don't... I remember, oh yeah, I did get that. I remember our mom gave, bought us uh, some like laptops and stuff like that. And we got all that stuff in like July <laughs> for Christmas. Yep. So you know, uh, like I like I've told friends of mine, I finished Christmas shopping a long time ago. I gave my gifts out to the people who um, to my loved ones, as you could say, and keep it moving. So Christmas is aside from possibly eating with family, that's pretty much it's almost like another day that entails the whole celebration that's basically it yeah but like i said we're doing this um show on christmas eve um there's a couple of things uh we want to you know talk to you guys about uh the first one being of course um there was a couple of trailers that came out maybe a few days ago one i like a New lot movie trailers and the other one you like a lot um the one I like a lot is the uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I know you've seen that trailer. Yeah. It's I a really, it. it's a really, really, it's a teaser trailer. Basically, it's a teaser teaser trailer to to the movie. I like to tell people um, because if people remember, there's Planet of the Apes, and there, I believe there was three movies that came out back in the day, and then they had a remake that had Mark Wahlberg in it. That came out in early 2000, I believe, maybe uh, late 90s, if I'm mistaken. Um, and then they came out with another one that came out within the last five years. That was um, the rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. The dawn of the Planet of the Apes is the sequel to the rise of Planet of the Apes, which the rise of Planet of the Apes is the prequel to the original Planet of the Apes. Maybe I need to say that again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had caught that the first time. Like, uh, There's the Planet of the Apes again? that came out. Then you had the prequel, which was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And then you have now the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Which is right smack dab in the, the middle. Which is the sequel to the prequel that came out. Yep. Because if, if people remember, like I saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which was a very good movie. The way the Rise of the Planet of the Apes ends doesn't really tell you... It doesn't show you how it got to the point in the Planet of the Apes. So I would imagine this movie, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, is the the movie that's between the prequel and what we know as the Planet of the Apes. The teaser trailer surely made it look like it would be that. Yeah, because in the tre- in the teaser trailer, they talk about how... Because at the end, um, spoiler for those of you who have not seen... <laughs> spoiler alert! Rise of the Planet of the Apes, there was a virus... That hit up mankind and it started killing people worldwide. And in in the teaser to Dawn of the Apes, they talk about, you know, the first four years we had to fight through the virus. Then the next four years we had to fight amongst each other. Now 
we we're ready to fight against those who are threatening us, which would be the apes, which would be Caesar and the apes. So um, in the trailer, you see him asked to talk to Caesar, and then you see Caesar standing there. At the very end of the trailer, you see Caesar standing there, and he's, you know, basically he's holding his hand up. Yeah. And then he puts it down, which to show all the apes just running out. Yeah, kind of like a 300 signal command. Yeah, like they, yeah, they like the, like it's about to be on type stuff. So I'm assuming it's going to be like full on like fighting between the apes and the people and things of that nature. So I'm looking forward to this movie. Um, I hope it's not a lot of like dry dialogue. Like the first Planet Apes, not the first Planet Apes, but the first, the prequel that came out years, a few years ago, there was some dry dialogue and it kind of dragged a little bit. In my eyes, it kind of dragged a little bit. It's not until the middle to the end that was really fun. But the beginning was good only for the fact that it showed what happened in order for Caesar to become intelligent and then start. I don't even believe he really. He talked a couple of times. He talked a couple of times, but he wasn't really talkative. You could just tell he was intelligent. So, but um, I like how it showed how the apes were able to acquire, acquire knowledge and this one now is like, you know, they're a bit more organized because in that movie, he gave it to all his all the apes that were in the um, sanctuary that they had. It wasn't even a sanctuary. I don't know why I said that. It was more or less a prison. So he gave it to all. Yeah, the other apes. I could see an obvious difference between yeah. a prison and a sanctuary. sanctuary yes. Mm. But um, I'm looking forward to this movie be coming out July 11th. It's one of those movies that's coming out in the summer. So far, the summer looks like it's going to have a lot of good movies. Like last episode, we talked about Edge of Tomorrow coming out in June. We have Dawn of the Planet Apes coming out in July. It looks like it's going to be a very a blockbuster. You know, if you're a sci-fi type guy or girl, it looks. (laughs) Why did that sound funny? (laughs) That um, you should be really stoked about this summer. And between that and Interstellar and a couple other things coming out. But is there any, was there a trailer that you saw or a teaser of any sort that you saw that you were like, yo, I might want to see this? Because I know you don't usually see a lot of movies in a movie theater. No, not, well, it depends. If if there are a lot of movies that kind of fit my style of uh, liking or coming out at the same time, then yeah, we'll go see a lot of movies in the theater. But there is one um, trailer that I saw uh recently actually after your after you and a friend of mine actually told me about it is the Godzilla movie yeah Godzilla i alluded 2014. i alluded to it last week in which yeah. i kind of mistaken the edge of tomorrow trailer with the Godzilla trailer cuz there was something that happened in the Godzilla trailer that i thought was in edge of tomorrow but it, as it turned out it wasn't it was in Godzilla movie where they were skydiving and the yeah the, uh, smoke was coming off their foot yeah the flares on their yeah. feet that that trailer actually kind of stood out at me because it stood out at you. Yeah, when when you initially watch it, you see I guess a general talking to his troops like he selected them and he's confident in their abilities and he sends them in and they skydive in. Yeah. And while they're skydiving, you know, you see all the clouds and everything and as the clouds clear away the lower they get, you actually see an entire city. I can't tell if it's a New York or if it's I think a city they, somewhere else. I think they try to make it look like it's either New York or Chicago. One yeah. Because the there's many buildings and everything is on fire. Yeah. 
It, stuff the is graphics, just burning. The graphics look amazing. In and that, um, as they get way. lower, you're looking through the goggles from one of the guys, and he look and he sees another flare from another guy's foot, and he's a lot further down than he is. And you can kind of see after you can kind of see Godzilla moving around right where he was. So it's yeah. like, yeah, that guy's gonna die, and he's coming down. And as he gets right past the building, they actually show a darkened image of Godzilla, and he does a classic Godzilla yell. Yeah, and you actually see buildings with holes in them. Yeah, things collapsing. Yeah. a lot of high action destruction like that. It's but see the thing about it for me is it's like when I saw the trailer I was like hmm it looks like they're trying to make it you know like there were other Godzilla movies and they were all like very you know like the original Godzilla movies is like hey Godzilla comes out of nowhere and starts destroying stuff haha <laughs> Japanese oh, people yeah. run around scared with their oh no Godzilla yeah run away. and then they had the one that came out and I think it came out on ninety eight. Because I remember there was that back when uh, Puffy was going by name Puffy. Uh, he Puffy, came out. P he, had, Puffy he had that uh, song that uh, had the uh, riff from, uh, uh, it was um, Jimmy Page was uh, the guitarist on, I know Jimmy Page was yeah, the he guitarist was. on that um, song. And I remember that Godzilla, which really wasn't that good. So... But this one looks yeah, like they want to have. I actually saw that movie. This one they want to have like an actual like storyline, and they're like you know they're looking at it as in less like Godzilla himself as the main character, but more more so as him being the main character. But it's like this is how <laughs> Americans deal with this situation as opposed yeah. to anything else, because it's it's in a real big American feel to it as opposed to the other Godzillas, which were like you know. Let's take the original um, source material and just update it, which is what they did with the one in ninety, like in the late nineties. This one is like, okay, we know what Godzilla is. Yeah. Let's just place him. Like, let's say he would drop out, drop in in New York now. If he came, how would this us, work? How what we would do? The the trailer is basically looking like if Godzilla came over here and they took Team America and threw Team America at it. Yeah. You remember the Team America movie, right? Yeah, but I don't want to say that because that makes it sound comical. And the, the trailer did not look like, or the teaser for that matter, no, it did, did not look it like. It look comical. Was, but when you make it, when you compare it to Team America, which is like straight up, you know, retarded. Well, basically what Team America was making fun of is how Americans act when they go to war in that kind of situation. Yeah, but it wasn't, I understand, but it just, it's just, it... It rubs me the wrong way that you're gonna you're gonna comparing a movie in which, yeah, I understand that Americans may, however way we do wars, but they're looking at it in a realistic kind of like, all right, let's say we dropped Godzilla right in New York as of right now. How would we deal with it right now? And for you to compare it to they Team America, to elite American out of soldiers and throw it at Godzilla. Yeah, but the fact that That's you said what happened in Team America. The fact that you said Team America when you hear when someone anyone who's seen that movie when you say, "All right, it's like you know Godzilla," and you have Team America fighting them. That's already That's assuming it that it's like. a comedian. It's a comic kind of movie. That's basically what you're saying right off the bat. Even though it isn't, you could look at, you could watch the movie and see how that would be comical. I'm just saying the way, the reason, the you saying 
Team America as an analogy for it was just out of control. Just totally out of control. It's more no, really. that sounds more of a, a political thing than anything else, let alone but politics aside, we're looking at this movie like Godzilla dropped in a major mil, uh metropolitan area. How that's how this country or any other country for that matter would take the fight. Any country that has technology that's you know, sophisticated technology, quote unquote, they would fight like that they'll have drop teams come in and they'll try to fight now well japan has sophisticated technology but but, they didn't do that but when they dropped in well we don't know what japan did because we only saw it on the american side we didn't see it on the japanese side or any other country for that matter well we've seen godzilla movies yeah but that's the thing though this movie is different than the other from what i saw from the trailer it already looks different from the other movies because the other movies they never focused really on the military aspects of godzilla they always focused on how people reacted when they saw godzilla oh my god Godzilla! and they start running around and stuff they never and showed you, you know the tanks another- and stuff coming through and then after you've gone through all the craziness that's when you see tanks come and just shoot at godzilla you know what i also noticed from the movie aside from you know all that obvious stuff was in the trailer it seemed to be that they were throwing Americans at Godzilla after he had already rampaged through everything. Yeah. It's kind of like um, and if they took the old Godzilla movies and Godzilla was never defeated, and now mm-hmm. we're trying to defeat him. Yeah, and by you bring up a good point, because now that I think about it, we come in, well, as we as Americans, we come in into that movie, and it's more or less like, uh, it kind of reminds me to t- sort of kind of take it to a political aspect. It kind of reminds me of how we intervened or how we entered into World War II. World War II, we weren't originally in that war. Uh, we went in because of Pearl Harbor and some other stuff and some other backdoor politics that also went into effect. But um, we... Uh, we went into a war zone. It, the war zone wasn't on our own land. It wasn't on yeah. our own homeland. We went into it. So it was already devastated because they've already had years of um, of war. So it kind of, now that I think about it, Godzilla is kind of sort of on that same, that trailer at least. Because yeah, we don't know, like you said, we don't know what city they're in where Godzilla is destroying. We don't even know what country they're in. They could very well be in Japan. Yeah, all I know is they dropped from the sky, and it was a burning city. And it was a burning city. So we don't know what city. It could have been, you know, it could have been the city we live in right now. Seriously, doubt it because there's no skyscrapers. But, you know, it could have been any city. It could have been, basically, it could have been any city that had skyscrapers. That's, you know, America is not the only country that has skyscrapers. So we don't know what city really you know is coming in but at the same time we know that the american troops are dropping in so it could be a united states city it could be a city in japan it could be a city in china so it could be a city in like dubai it doesn't you know yeah it it just looks like it's either here or it's a city we just decided to intervene with yeah, but um, I from what I saw from the trailer, it looks interesting. But I want to see other trailers come out before I come out with a conclusion whether or not I want to see it or not. Because there's been too many Godzilla movies. First of all, Godzilla itself, the franchise, has like 
49,000 movies. So, <laughs> so it's, you know, I, I, anyone who's into that genre, you know, you've had all kinds of Godzilla movies. Godzilla himself, you had like at least 2,500 of those movies. And then you have another three, 5,000 movies of, uh, Godzilla versus somebody else, some other monster. Godzilla so, versus Mothra. Yeah, you have a whole bunch of that. So it's, you know, before I sit down and say, yeah, I'm going out to see that movie, I want to see a couple more trailers first. I'm going to watch it. I I figure you're going to watch it from the gate. So it's not, you know. Just to see if, you know, some things that maybe, I'm thinking about at the movie are actually on point when I watch it. Yeah, but um, since we're on a, a comical note to some extent in regards to uh, Godzilla, but um, there's a um, movie that we both saw that uh, this is totally has nothing really to do with otaku culture in general. <laughs> but um, I just thought I thought it was funny. And that movie is 22 Jump Street is supposed to come out. March 16th looks like the time, the uh, release date for 22 Jump Street. And that's the movie that has, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, Jonah Hill. Oh, jo- oh, yeah, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. And um, it's got um, Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Um, I think I think Dave Franco was in there somewhere, too. Yeah, there's quite a few guys. It's really the guys who were in the first movie or in now in the second movie. They got Ice um, Cube in there, too. Yeah, Ice Cube is in it. Um, I saw the trailer. And I thought the trailer was funny. I thought it was really funny, actually. I'm probably going to see it when it comes out in March. Uh, I saw the first movie, 21 Jump Street, on PlayStation. I waited until it came out on a digital download and saw it rental-wise. I didn't see it in the movie theater. Nothing wrong um, with that. That's what I mean. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know if I'm going to see this movie in a movie theater or not. It depends. Um, I most likely not the way it's looking i'm probably going to end up seeing it in a movie but um i thought it was uh i thought the trailer was interesting i i do like the the way they incorporated some of the stuff that happened at the end of the first movie they incorporated it into this movie um there's some lines in there that i thought was extremely funny um the only thing is how do you well before i say this how do you what did you you saw the trailer right yeah i saw the trailer what do you think the trailer was funny, but the only part that I actually laughed at is when they were in the prison and they met that one guy. Yeah, he was yeah. from the original movie, so he was from the first movie. So um, yeah, where the whole movie they shot us be like that. Off, yeah. But see, this is what it comes down to. And I was talking to a coworker in regards to it, and um, while we were working today, and it's funny. Like I like the movie. I think the movie's really funny. The first movie was really funny. I like this one. This one looks to be really funny. The problem I have with it, though, is 21 Jump Street is a comedy, and 22 Jump Street is a comedy in the movie theaters. But for anybody who grew up and watched it on TV, it wasn't a comedy. It was a drama, straight-out drama. So I... At first, I didn't really have a problem with it, but then when you look at it based upon it being a drama on television and then it comes out in a reboot and it's a straight-up comedy, it's not even a dramedy. It's like straight-up <laughs> dramedy. Like, it's not, <laughs> but see, that's the thing. There's there's a new subgenre that's a mixture of comedy and uh, drama. It's not even a dramedy. It's not even on that level. So it's like a straight-up comedy. So... 
I do enjoy the fact that they in the first movie they incorporated the guys and um, Holly Robinson, Pete, and uh, Johnny Depp, and a few other people who were. Uh, well, I think it was one other guy from the first movie from the TV show. Hopefully, can, they can um, kind of do the same thing. Not necessarily putting those three characters back in the show, but uh, in the movie, but maybe using other ant- characters who were in the um, show into the um, movie, into the sequel. But I I just have a sort of issue, really, with the fact that it's like a straight-up comedy now, and it's not, you know, it's not even, like, if it was a dramedy, I'll give you that. But they, in the first movie, they made it abundantly clear that they weren't going from the drama angle. Because, like, the points in the movie in which you thought, oh, man, there's going to be some drama or something like that, something that's serious, something stupid happens. And it's funny. Now, it's funny, don't get me wrong, but it's something stupid that happens, and then you're like, oh, okay, this is a straight-up comedy. But needless to say, it should be coming out March 16th, and I'm probably going to—I'll probably end up seeing it in a movie theater. Unless things change, I'll probably end up seeing it in a movie theater. Um, Yeah, but so far, that's pretty much the type um, of—the trailers that we saw, and we—that caught our eye, you you could say. I don't know if I watched that in a movie theater though. You probably wouldn't because you're not really the it, guy that goes out and sees see comedies like straight up comedies like that. No, no, I would go and see. No, I dude, I went and saw all the Austin Powers movies in the theaters. Then they just took your money. That's then. a straight up comedy. They just took your money. That movie made me laugh. That movie, the only one. Jump Street, to, I don't think that's to me that, made me laugh like to, that. Off sidebar, but. To me, the Austin Power movies, the, I think the only ones that were really funny was, was the, the first one that had Mini-Me show up, or was it the second one? That was the second one. The second one, I think, to me, was the funniest, and I think I saw that one in a movie theater. Or was it the third? It couldn't have been the third, because I think no, Beyonce I think was, was the in the second. third one. Oh, and I don't, you know, Beyonce. Well, I know, he was in the third also. That's a whole nother podcast. But um, I don't even care if Beyonce was in there. That's a whole nother podcast. And when I say it's a whole nother podcast, it's not in a positive way. So, um, but anyway, um, yeah, I'll probably see 22 Jump Street in the movie theater. You're probably not going to see it in the movie theater. Probably not. I would say there's a better chance of you seeing most possible outcomes point to no. Yeah, I I can see you not watching that. But uh, we're going to go and uh, take this little break real quick. Uh, The song that we're going to use is called Wired Life. From Misa Kuroki. Kuroki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I sometimes mess up these people's names. That they don't were, matter. They were so punched that in the face, honestly. That but um, that anime, that song is from the anime. It's the ending song to uh, Blue Exorcist, which is a very hot anime that people should watch. It's. Show, show, show. 
So that was Wildlife from Misa Kuroki. Kuroki. Yeah. And uh, that was from the, uh, that's the ending theme song from Blue Exorcist. So, but so what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about a little bit of um, some tech stuff. And um, so I was browsing the uh, webosphere, as people would say. And uh, the I. Websphere. And I saw that there was, um, I think it was about a three or four days ago. Um, Samsung, who has the Samsung gear, which we'll talk about shortly, and the um, and the Samsung Galaxy S4, they had put a patent in for um, components leading to an EV or electric vehicle. And I don't know if I would go out and buy a Samsung electric vehicle. Would you buy a Samsung electric vehicle? Well, if it's anything like the electric cars and motorcycles they have overseas, yes. Is Samsung a Japanese company or is it a Korean company? I thought they were Korean, but I might be wrong. I thought they were Korean also. Even though, honestly, it's not like if if they're Korean, I'll buy it. If they're Japanese, I won't or vice versa. It's just I'm pretty sure they're a Korean company. But I I heard someone, I mentioned this to a friend of mine, um, and they were like, well... I don't know if I would get um, a car that's made from an electronics company. And I've seen actually some um, articles that were basically stating the same thing. And whenever I hear about uh, a car manufacturer that's from an electronics company, the first company that comes to mind is a Korean company. And that company is Daewoo. I remember early 2000s, they had a bunch of cheap cars that came out in the States. And there's a couple people who still drive around in them. And um, I remember that. Man, somebody was trying to tell me a Daewoo didn't have air conditioning and all little minor stuff. I was like, are you serious, dude? But I can't. But see, at the same time, that to me, that argument doesn't even make sense because they make. No, it doesn't. They make air conditioners. It didn't didn't make sense at all. Whenever I heard it, I just wanted to jab people right in the throat. They were just, you know, bare bones, you know, whatever was standard. Like, air conditioning at this time is standard. You know, you can't really buy a car without having air conditioning and heating in it. Unless it's like a a Model T1 or something. No, but I'm saying, uh, if it's a recent car, you can't. Those things are standard. Like, power windows are standard. Power steering is standard. Yeah. You You know, you can't buy a car without those things in it. Now, you know, leather seats, that kind of thing, yeah, it's optional. So, you know, heated seats, optional, that kind of thing. Um, A navigation system, optional. But the Daewoo vehicles, which weren't, I think Road and Track gave them, you know, for what they were, they were actually pretty decent. But um, when I saw the Daewoo cars, it reminded me of working at Target because Target sold Daewoo products, which were electronics. So there's a case in point of uh, electronics company coming out with cars and no one thinking any of it, anything of it. I think the difference between Daewoo and Samsung is the fact that people now associate Samsung with being high-end electronics, where people didn't, people just started thinking about that in regards to Samsung because Samsung wasn't on that level. So, but um, I don't know because a Samsung electric vehicle, I don't like Samsung Galaxy phones. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to like their cars. The so. cars might be great. 
Mm. Phones might. You no, might the phone. Like to be honest, the car you, might be great. But see, that's that's the thing. It's not a matter of the phone just sucks, and you know that's why I don't like it. It's more of a personal preference, really. I right now the phone I have currently right now is the HTC One, which is their flag HTC's flagship phone. Which uh-huh. by chance HTC, I believe, is a Korean company. But the thing about it is, it's like. I don't know. It's now getting to the point where Samsung is just getting, you know, I understand the smartphone market from what I'm led to believe within the financial districts are saying that the smartphone market isn't profitable anymore. Like you can only these companies that make smartphones can only go so far with these phones. So now they're looking because it's true, though, because if you look at the market and you see the companies that are making these phones. Yeah, they're going into other things. Samsung's going into stuff, different stuff. Obviously, HTC is going into different things. Apple is going into different things, trying to broaden their um, reach into the different markets that are their around. Horizons, but um, it's I don't know. What do you What do you think in regards to it? Like, would you buy a Samsung EV? I'd have to look at the car. So it, if it's a car and you know, if the car meets your standards and meets what you need the car to do, you have no problem. It, it doesn't matter what well, yeah, the name well, of the car see, was. In a car, it doesn't have to be powerful like a Mustang because it's obviously not a Mustang. It could be more powerful than a Mustang. But, it, it, you know, it, it could be as powerful as like a Honda Civic. But if I like the way the car looks, then I'm going to get it. Because if I want to change something on it, I'm a mechanic by trade. I'll just change it myself. Yeah. I don't even care. And being as long as I a, like how it looks. And you're actually a, a good person to ask this question, considering mechanics back in the day, it was really like mechanical yeah. building and fixing. Whereas now it's like almost like cars are primarily all computers. Yeah, you have to. You can swap out a hard drive. <laughs> you have to be a computer technician to work on the cars that come out now. That's why yeah. they magically switched the uh, the name from mechanic to automotive technician. Yeah, and yeah. there's still a lot of people that don't understand that. They're like, um, what what do you uh, what do you do? Like, I'm an auto technician. Oh, you're a mechanic. Yeah, buddy, I'm a mechanic. <laughs> yeah, buddy, I'm a mechanic. Smack. You must have <laughs> so. you must have forgot that the mechanics were the guys. Who worked on cars where you could literally step into the engine bay and work on it? Yeah. Now you can't. You can barely get your hand in there. Yeah. I, I <laughs> had to, my my vehicle is only. It came out in 2005, so and you know I don't have the biggest hands in the world, but you know I can't fit my hand and there's like for the instruction manual because you know I'll fix something that's I can fix in yeah. my own vehicle. It's like, all right, now put your hand in, put it a uh, hundred uh, ninety degree angle, and turn then it three turn centimeters the thing, to like, the yeah, left. it's like, come on, I need and to punch in this code. This and that is the case in point in which I feel why I feel that child labor should be reinstated because they're the only ones who can reach into these uh, engines and fix stuff. Their arms are just the right size to reach into the engine and do stuff. Now, I'm not saying the engine has to be on while they're doing it. I'm just saying that their arms and their limbs are just the right size to do these things. But I digress. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can go into that more, but speaking of something else. Speaking of Samsung, though, they had a video. Did you see the video of them with their Samsung Gear, the watch? 
No, I don't. I don't know. It was the it, it was the like the dumbest video I think I've ever seen. It was the it most was a show, incredibly stupid. Basically, basically, it was a showcase video, but it was like two guys, and one had a regular cell phone, and the other one had a Samsung Galaxy watch or gear or whatever you want to call it. And he was picking up this girl, and she was all hat, she was all like stoked, and like really was like, "Oh my God, your phone, your watch is so awesome," and that kind of thing. And it, it did, like, you know, you could take pictures of it. You could take, not pictures of the watch, but you can take pictures of whatever's in front of you. But it just seemed real creepy. The whole video looked real creepy. And it's like, the girl was, like, really you enamored take by with him. your watch. The girl was really enamored by him. And he's like, yeah, I could call you and do all this extra stuff that you, with my watch, that you can do with your phone, that kind of thing. And this dude's, the other dude's fumbling and dropping his phone on the ground and all kinds of other stuff. And I'm like. So now you're Dick Tracy. Yeah, basically it was Dick Tracy. You're yeah. basically Dick Tracy with your, and I've heard people use that analogy on that phone. On that, I, <laughs> I said phone. On phone. That, <laughs> on that watch. But yeah, I don't know. I would first of all, the price range is too much for me for a watch, at least for a watch that's a cell phone and all this other stuff. Like, how practical is that really? Are you gonna use? Are you gonna like leave your phone at home and just use the watch now? I don't. Um, yeah, a lot of times I probably even forget. It's almost on like like you said, Dick Tracy or um, like what, what was that um, Star Trek type stuff. So, you know, like I said with the last episode with Exo Squad, you, it, we're getting now we're just now getting to the point in which the stuff we saw in sci-fi um, movies and TV shows and cartoons and that nature are just now coming out. Yeah. Now for the mass markets. Now we're just now getting to that point. But um, speaking of tech in general, uh, I had gotten um, an Xbox one recently. Achievement unlocked. Exactly. You know, I just got that got that achievement out the way. Um <laughs> I got some games on it. Um Dead Rising 3, NBA 2K13, NBA 2K14, sorry. Um and like one other game, I think Forza or something like that, Forza 5. I had Madden, but I got rid of that. Um actually I got rid of that today. Um so far the system and I'm a bit surprised though. Like when I was getting the system, I was like, "Eh, if I don't like it, I could always sell it or whatever. Because um, I was really into getting a PlayStation 4. Um, now that I have the system, it's not a matter of, wow, I got the system now. Now I'm going to keep it. It's more or less like the system kind of like I turned it on and it kind of was like, hey, I'm not that bad. I was like, you're right. You're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's become hypnotized. Kill it with fire. It was like I was like, oh, yeah, you're not that bad. And I play the game. The only thing I don't like and I come to find out PlayStation 4 has the same issue is every time when you play a game, it installs the game before you can actually play it. PlayStation 3 had that issue also. Yeah, they all now they all have this thing. And at the end, at the end of the day, once it's installed and everything, it runs a lot smoother and faster. Don't get me wrong. And at least they unlike PlayStation 3, when you installed games on PlayStation 3, you could you play it. The, you had to sit there and watch at the it. installation screen. Yeah, whereas with Xbox One and PlayStation 4, after like a couple, um, after I think like anywhere between 5 to 25%, uh, percent, you, can want, you can start playing the game. Now, it's extremely limited, 
like I, w- I had NBA 2K14. It got to like, I think, 25%. And then it allowed me. No, I think it got to like 10% and allowed me to play a quick match. And then I wasn't able to play the full game until it was finished installing. Well, Some that games seems like a waste. Some games is more like Madden was like virtually no time. But by the time I played Madden, I was like, this is the same game that I had on PlayStation 3. So I got rid of another achievement unlocked. <laughs> so I got rid of that. And, and you know, and PS on the uh I never got NBA two K fourteen on the current gen systems now. Uh NBA two K fourteen came out I think in October. So whereas uh, Madden came out in like August. So, you know, I had, you know, a couple more months to uh get Madden as opposed to getting um NBA. But I played Forza, I played NBA, and I played Dead Rising. First of all, Dead Rising 3, awesome game. It's an awesome game. I just don't like zombies. So uh, well, I don't think anyone actually likes zombies. No, there's people who like zombies. We like dress killing up them. like zombies. But um, I just, you know, I, I don't see myself playing that game all that often. You know what's funny? I have a few zombie games, and I also have Dead Rising 2, and I got the other little mini Dead Rising game, whatever the heck it was called. Yeah, it was Dead Rising 1.5 or some junk like that. Yeah, something. And of all the zombie games I have, Dead Rising is the one that I least play of all of them. I have Dead Trigger. I had Dead Trigger on PlayStation 3. That was one of those. Remember when they had that big issue with um, PlayStation 3 and they had to um, they had to um, give people Which free big games? issue? The one where um, their their service just totally crashed. Yeah, there's that one. <laughs> and they gave and people free games. Ones. One of the which free one games was uh, was Dead Trigger, which I didn't think was that bad of a game, actually. It was one of those um, top, not top down, but it was a isometrical um, game in which okay. you don't really control the character. You just point to locations and he goes to it. Oh, that's. It wasn't that bad, actually. Because you saw him fight and everything else. That and could work. It yeah, Usually it doesn't, the, but the, it could. The sequel is out now. I believe the sequel's out now on um, Android and um, iOS. Because I saw I, on my Blink feed on my phone, I saw it on there. But, um, yeah, that was one. And Dead Rising, I did play the first Dead Rising, and I kind of liked it because it was the open world and you could make up your own weapons and things of that nature. I just don't like zombies. So, like, if I was killing regular people, <laughs> if I was killing regular people, I'd probably love the game. But since I'm killing zombies, uh, it's neither here nor there. Here's that a question. just seems kind of when you when you compare Dead Rising to say like Left for Dead, yeah, where the zombies move in Dead Rising like they have no purpose, yeah, and then you play Left for Dead and they're running at you full speed and literally beating you into the floor, <laughs> yeah, it makes the yeah. game a lot more exciting. So uh, here's a question for you: If money was no object, well, if money is uh, well, it's an uh, object to some extent, and out of the three systems. That are available, the Nintendo Wii U, the Xbox One, and the PS4. Which system would you get? Well, let's put it this way. You have a cap of $700. So you could very well conceivably buy one of the three games with $700. One of the three systems with a game and controller and all that other crap. So, well, I can get two, two out of the three systems with $700. Um, you're kind of pushing it, but maybe. 
Like, how can you get two of the three systems when one of the systems is like four hundred dollars, the other one is five hundred dollars, and the other and the Wii U is well, three hundred dollars? I thought, um, I thought the PlayStation was like uh, four hundred or a little less than that. It's four hundred dollars. It's three ninety nine ninety nine. Well, at any rate, the play, well, I would get the, the PlayStation. The first. Xbox is four ninety nine ninety nine, and the Nintendo Wii U is two ninety nine ninety nine. It's a lot of ninety nine ninety nines, but yeah. Well, I'd probably get the PlayStation first. Why would you get the PlayStation first? Well, it's not a matter of getting one first and then getting the others. It's a matter of if you're going to get it. Let's say this is your system that you're going to buy for the next generation. Which system are you buying? And it's the only system you're buying. Which one would you get? Shut up. Stop that. Stop it. Anyways, um, no, I would probably get the PlayStation. I mean, in the past, when it was Xbox 360 and it was PlayStation 3, one of the biggest reasons I preferred the Xbox 360 was because you didn't have to install the games. But now that you have to do it on both. Yeah. And now Xbox One, you have to install the game. You don't even have an option. It doesn't give you an option. At like, all, are you serious? I mean, that's one of the once biggest you, reasons I didn't play PlayStation. Once you put the game disc in, it just automatically installs the game. There's no other option. You can't stop it. It's just just go on and do it. So, and that's the that's an issue I have with the console in general. But when I found out PlayStation does the same thing, I'm like, oh, okay, well, all right. Yeah. See, with me finding out PlayStation does the same thing with PlayStation Four, they did it with PlayStation Three. So that wasn't anything new to yeah. me. <laughs> And I see play, I think, the Xbox One. I'm like, well, if they're going to do that, too, then, you know, I might as well get the PlayStation because it costs less money. I think I got the place. I got the Xbox One and I also have a Nintendo Wii U, but I got the Xbox One primarily because of and I think that's what it's really coming down to with a lot of people on these next gen systems. They may eventually get all three. But this is, but most likely not, because we're talking about the generation, our generation, and the generation just before us, and generation just after us, don't have disposable income to be buying all three systems, especially when the systems are like over three hundred dollars each. You yeah. know, then then the Nintendo Wii is the cheapest one, and that's three hundred dollars. So, um, I think I, it all comes down to what games are coming out on the consoles that you want to play. Because I want to play Titanfall. I'm really, really looking forward to I want to play Destiny. But Destiny comes out on all three systems. I mean, Destiny even comes out on Nintendo Wii U. So that, that, was the, that was one of the second reasons I would get the PlayStation 4. Yeah. Because as far as I know, Xbox is still a closed platform when it comes to MMOs. Yeah. It is. What is wrong with no, you, Microsoft? It, it, it's still, it's still close, but it, there's no guess. I know it's still closed platform. They're just trying to make sure that everyone has the same experience. Like when you play games on an MMO on PlayStation, it's hit or miss, really. Like you play the MMO, no, it's hit or miss in the fact that not everyone has the same type of um, internet connection. Because if you're playing someone in Montana or in some in some of the other um, states, it's like really slow internet. Well, you get that on Xbox. You get that on Xbox, but it's a little less likely. At least that's the way Say I what? interpret it. No, man. A lot of the games that I play with people online on Xbox, 
it happens Yo, just me, as much on me, Xbox as it does on PlayStation. Let me say this right now. Let me say this right now. Make sh- be careful what you say, because Larry Herb is standing right outside the window. <laughs> Major uh, Nelson is standing right outside the window. So yeah, that's right, Nelson. I said it in <laughs> so, your face. So, but um, yeah, I, I for me it'd be the Xbox One only because of Titanfall. Um, when I found out Titanfall is not coming out, definitely not coming out on PlayStation Four. Um, every other game is coming out on all the other systems. Destiny's coming out on all the systems. Um, any of the launch title games, even now the launch title games, um, Assassin's Creed is on all the systems. Um, for now, Forza, uh, Need for Speed Rivals is on all the systems. Um, NBA 2K14 is on all the systems. So some of the top tier good games are already on all the systems. So you know. Plus, also another thing was Xbox. Now, not saying that PlayStation is not going to have this, but what about Xbox, Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct is only on Xbox. You can't get it on anything else. Uh, matter of fact, I already have the download, but I would have to um, pay for the other characters. But I'm not a big Killer Instinct fan. It was just the um, full gore. It was just that the thing was free for up with certain characters, and then oh, you that's my kind money. of price. But um, I like. Um, the Xbox One, they. I think another thing that made me buy it is because um, it's more home entertainment uh, focused than PlayStation. PlayStation took the media center out of the PlayStation Four. They had it in the PlayStation Three. They don't have it in PlayStation Four now. I was told that they're coming out with an update that's going to allow you to use your system, the PS Four, as a media. Yeah, Um, about that. See, Sony and Microsoft have said that they're going to come out with updates for certain things for their systems, which never happened. Well, that was the old gen. I think by the time they were talking about the updates, they were already, you know, think about it this way. These systems came out this year. They were gearing up for these systems like two, three years ago. So if they were talking about two years ago that they have updates for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, no, they both, were straight up lying to you. No, both systems, they were talking about updates for them maybe t- four, three, four years after they hit the market. Yeah. And that was over the systems what, are only almost been, eight years ago? This is like seven, eight years ago, depending on what console you're talking about. So it still not, didn't happen. Yeah, well, of course. It's like, well, thanks for nothing. Well, on that Dicks. note... Um, I, like I said, I went, uh, obviously I went with the PS, I went with the Xbox uh, One, and I also got a Nintendo Wii U, but the, the Nintendo Wii U for me was more of a throwaway, even though I enjoyed the Nintendo 3, um, Wii U, Cat Mario's awesome, Pikmin 3 is awesome, I have those two games, well, Cat Mario being Super uh, Mario 3D World, um, awesome games, there's some other stuff on the console that are actually pretty good, I'm thinking about getting the, um, superhero version of Pikmin 3. But wow, um, that's right. They have a superhero version of Pikmin Three. I think it's called Wonderful World. Or Wonderful World. Some junk like that. I forgot now. Of some but, junk um, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Keep repeating what I just said. <laughs> um, but on that note, I think we're just going to end the show right here. Uh, we'll probably have another show uh, shortly with um, the anime we've been watching. But if you're going to name an anime sh- real quick, um, we'll talk about it later, of course. But if you're going to name an anime real quick, what anime do you, would you just name real quick that you would advise people to see? Well, people that are like newcomers to anime? No, just, you know, like you're watching this anime. Like the anime you want to talk about, basically, is what I'm saying. 
Well, really, an animated I would recommend anyone to watch yeah. is really any anime that's from Berserk. Any one of them. So you you enjoy when people who um, never seen anime in general watch anime and start throwing up because of all the goriness. And that's, that's when they enjoy. discover why anime is called anime and cartoons are called cartoons. I guess. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Bakken Test. I think um, the... You know, I've never seen that. Baka and Tess is extremely etchy, um, but I think there's enough comedy in it that makes it enjoyable. So, you know, I would definitely say Baka and Tess season one or season two. I have season two on the PlayStation. Season one is on Netflix for those of you. And I have unfor- I have season two on Netflix on um, PlayStation from PlayStation Network. I- I'm sure eventually it's going to come out on um Netflix. But uh, as of th- on that note, um, basically you can always check us out on um, iTunes, Stitcher, um, getapodcast.com, Blueberry, um, a whole bunch of stuff to uh, listen to the um, watch, listen to the show. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, Taco American. We also have our WordPress, which is wordpress.com, Taco American. Um, you can, uh, you know, always ask us a question. We'll uh, field some of your questions. Um, you can send those questions to otakoamerican at gmail.com. Um, on that note, you know, always, you know, check out, uh, watch out for that um, Centric Society e-magazine. And, of course, uh, The Rhythm and the Rebel um, with our uh, friends. Jay um, Optics. Jay Optics. Uh, Jazz Wonder, DJ Ray, and uh, New Money, of course. Um, you know, you guys enjoy your holiday. Enjoy Christmas, which is just just tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, as of when we're recording this, is tomorrow. Yeah. So you know, so enjoy. Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. It's still the Eve. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Eve. <laughs> I say Merry Christmas. I'm saying Merry Christmas. But you guys have a great time. <laughs> enjoy that anime. Enjoy that those video games like we say on Otaku American. Full Otaku, Bio Otaku. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening. All right, guys. Have a great night.